The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, For thus it has been written through the prophets, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, and that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them, till it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. hard to believe that it's already been 12 days since Christmas and we're celebrating the Feast of the Epiphany, Christ's revelation to the Gentiles, Christ's revelation of his Godhead to us, his people. We often talk about the gifts brought to our Lord Jesus Christ on this day, the gold for a king, frankincense as worship of a God, and myrrh for the death and sacrifice and burial. We talk about the wonderful faith of those three pagan magis, the ones who didn't have understanding of the one God like the Israelites, but could understand and worship the one God of all in our Lord Jesus Christ. We wonder at their faith as they made this journey to an unknown land for an unknown amount of time to see an unborn king, yet they trusted in their understanding of, who God, of the God who was leading them. And then how even they were warned in a dream not to return by the same route, and they obeyed it. All of this truly is beautiful, but I think on this Feast of Epiphany, it's important we make it a little bit more personal. We know what the, the gifts that the Magi brought to our Lord. What is our Lord asking from you? What gift does the Lord want you to bring Him on this, the Feast of Epiphany? Now this can be a very dangerous question to ask because when we ask the Lord for what He wants, we have to give Him the full right to everything in our lives. He might ask for anything. But indeed we can understand that as we ask this question, it comes with the knowledge that He's not going to ask for things just to make us suffer. He's not going to ask for things to punish us. It's because He loves us. Because He's a God who knows our hearts and wants to set us free. He's a God who's willing to die for us. And so we should be willing to offer Him whatever He asks. Now I know to some degree the dangerous joy of asking this question. 
My birthday falls on a Marian feast day, and I've been in the habit for a while of asking the Blessed Mother what gift she would want from me on my birthday. The first year in seminary, she asked me for my soccer jerseys. I'd just spent the summer traveling around Europe and had purchased a number of different soccer jerseys. Didn't think I was too attached to them. The moment she asked for them, I found out how much I really was attached to them. It took me till Lent to actually give them away, but once I finally actually gave them away, I found a happiness I didn't know I could have. Who would have thought that just some asking simply for a pair, for a couple of soccer jerseys, could be something so grace-filled? Another year I asked her the same question, Mary, what do you want? And I was led to believe she wanted me to help my brother seminarians. So I paused and said, well, Mary, that could mean all sorts of things. That's not very helpful. Do you have any further guidance? Nothing came. A couple weeks went by as I walked around the seminary wondering what in the world the Blessed Mother wanted from me. But as I walked by one of the bathrooms, I noticed one of my brother seminarians struggling to clean the toilets. So, clearly, popped into my head, help your brother seminarians. It was clear she wanted me, the present she wanted from me was to help my brother clean the toilets, clean the showers, and those things. So every other week I helped my brother seminarian clean those out of a present to my blessed mother. So it can be dangerous to ask that question, but I've never been disappointed by the gift that has been asked of me. Have I enjoyed giving them? Usually not. Have I looked forward to it? Not often. But every single time it's led to a deeper happiness and joy than I could ever understand. So on this Feast of Epiphany, my brothers and sisters, do you have the faith and confidence to ask our Lord Jesus Christ what he asks of you? What gift does he want from you today, this week, this month, this year? You see, I am also asked the question, Father, how did you know what the Lord asks of you? I've never heard words, I've never seen a vision in the sky about what I'm supposed to do. The reality of our God is that whenever we simply humbly humble ourselves before Him, we ask Him this little question, and then we have to do the hardest thing that it is for us human beings to do, patiently listen for a response. So I encourage you, if you have time, to come before our Lord Jesus Christ, present in the most blessed sacrament. Take a couple deep breaths, clear your mind. Remind yourself of the reality that God truly is present there and that He really does love you. And then ask Him that simple question, Lord, what present do you want from me today? Then take another couple of breaths before you try to answer it for yourself. Now there might be some random thoughts that come to mind. It might be a pair of socks, it might be a TV show, it might be something big, something small. There are no random thoughts with God. That's called inspiration. The Holy Spirit will bring to mind what it is, the present that our Lord Jesus Christ asks. So whatever the desire wells up in your heart, whatever first comes to your mind, then ask our Lord, Lord, is this the present you ask? And if it comes with a deep amount of peace, you still might not like it, you still not might want to do it, but if it comes with a deep peace that you can't control, and you know for a fact that is the present our Lord Jesus Christ asks for. So my brothers and sisters, on this Feast of Epiphany, what is our Lord Jesus Christ asking of you? What present does he want from you in your life? If you're a parent, it could be your children. He could be wanting you to be able to give up your son or daughter to the priesthood, to religious life, to some beautiful vocation. 
If you're not in a vocation already, then perhaps the gift he wants is your heart. Young men, he could be calling you to the priesthood. Young women, he he could be calling you to religious life to be his bride. Don't be afraid of whatever he might ask, because again, our loving God knows what it is that will lead us to true happiness. Let us open our hearts to him as the Magi opened their treasures to him. Let us give ourselves over to a God who loves us, and let us trust all the more fully that whatever he asks from us will be for our good and our sanctification and his glory. This day, my brothers and sisters, our Lord Jesus Christ loves you, and he asks for you a present.